Okay, hello there, listeners. Um, this is the Reclamation Project. Um, it's our first podcast. Uh, here we have Kayla Nelson with Sage Nourishment and Judson Frost with Four Winds Insight. And yeah, welcome. And today we're talking about um, social distancing and how we've been doing this for years, even in the midst of all this new coronavirus pandemic that's happening. Yeah. So what does social distancing mean to you, Judson, right now? Uh, So uh, social distancing is kind of just, it's people are just not... I mean, it's been people not interacting. It's been people, to me, um, not really being present with people. Um, I can see it as people walking around, um, not really, uh, you know, kind of almost being afraid of people, not really wanting to be close to people. And how I've seen in the past is everyone's just kind of glued to their phones. Mm-hmm. Even like as I go out to dinner and I see it, um, people are on their phones at a restaurant and no one's even talking to each other. Right. So that's how I've noticed it. I mean, how are you noticing it in your life? Yeah, I'd say a lot of the same. Just, um, you know, people being connected to technology first and foremost um, and missing that connection with themselves to understand their own inner worlds um and then also missing that connection from human to human and then the connection between human to planet you know like our earth and the actual environment that we live in um and that provides so much from us for us um we have just you know, I think it's just a distancing in general. Social is a secondary, you know, piece of that. And yeah, it's been happening for many years. And I think now we are at this tipping point. um, And it's really prevalent. (laughs) It's really available and up for us to see. So cool. Tell me about this tipping point. What, What do you think this is? Yeah, I think this moment in time, if we if we scale back and take a macro picture of the planet, the animals, the people, everything that's on it right now, I think that we have come to a tipping point in history where there is a major imbalance happening. We've lost the reciprocity that happens naturally in nature meaning you know the earth the rains the sky give water and nutrients to the earth and the earth soaks it up and then the roots of the trees soak up those nutrients and then they sprout tall and you know provide shade and shelter and nourishment for the earth below and the inhabitants of it. And then those beings that get protected by the tree, you know, it's this whole cycle of giving and taking that we see in nature um, happen so naturally. And within us humans, I think over the last many generations, 
we have fallen into this trap of taking, 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 and we haven't been reciprocating or reciprocal in the giving back to nourish the thing that we have been nourished from. Yeah. And I think that is a, a macro picture to this huge disconnect and distancing, aka social distancing, that we are seeing now coming in and where the tipping point of the earth is no longer able to sustain us not being reciprocal on this planet. And also humans aren't able to sustain not having reciprocity in our lives either of actual human to human connection. Yeah. And, you know, in my life's experiences, I've always had to, in the past, I've had to like hit rock bottom and get to that breaking point before I was like, okay, no fucking more. Like this way of life can't happen anymore. The old way is not even an option any longer. And the new way hasn't totally presented itself, but I know that I've got no choice but to make change happen. And I think that is the epitome of where we are as a human race right now. Right. Yeah, you made some interesting points about how we're not having connection and how connection is this missing piece. And how we, I find it interesting how we've been social distancing ourselves from each other for years now or mm-hmm. maybe longer and now it's all of a sudden coming up through this coronavirus epidemic and it's really showing us how we are craving connection with each mm-hmm. other and how we're not getting it and how so many things are coming up for people right now and people are having to really um, learn how to sit with themselves and be with themselves and and how people are having a hard time and and people are having a hard time coping. um, And a lot of things are coming up for people um, around, I'm guessing connection relationships with themselves too. Maybe Mm -hmm. it's, a connection to themselves, connection to other people, um, connection to their jobs, to money, to our busyness. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, not saying hi to people in our community, um, how we're always on social media and on our phones, um, how, as we call it, like the machine of capitalism and our busyness is. Mm-hmm. taking us and distracting us and and now we're just sitting with ourselves and looking around and being like wow what's going on right. finally, I've had to stop I've been forced to stop and the world has been forced to stop and here we are right and we're sitting with this large uncertainty you know from day to day of, you know, is income coming in? Is it not? Am I healthy or am I not? Um, You know, what is the world going to look like after this? 
are my friends and family family and coworkers are they safe um you know like those periphery things and then we have the internal voice of you know like you were saying the busyness like when we're in busyness and we're moving so fast we can hide that's a place where we avoid our inner worlds and we hide away from what is actually going on you know actually like running away would be more like it um mm. and now that's not an option we don't have that option right now you know most of us are on quarantine or pretty dang close to that and um we're we're alone with our own selves and our own thoughts and there's no place to run away with the busyness of our lives anymore. And the distractions are gone. Yeah. The distractions are totally gone. And so now it's like, you know, this is, this is sort of like the bottom of the, um, uh, hero's journey. You know, we're at the Valley, the deep Valley floor right now of everyone everyone is in this place of having to sit with themselves without the busyness of normal life to surround them and uh, fly around them. And most people don't know how to connect. They don't know how to connect with themselves um, or others. And, to do that. I don't know, Judson, what your journey has been like with that, but I know when I first learned how to connect with myself, it wasn't easy. (laughs) It was painful. You know, a lot of like anxiety and panic and depression and thoughts and things came up that was like, holy shit, I've been ignoring this for a long time. I didn't really want to see it. And now I have to see it because there is no other place to run to and and I think in those moments where we get to sit with ourselves we've then you know bringing this back to the social distancing and what's happening I think people have just been running away from themselves um, and their truth and their pain and their stories for such a long time that it's made for a lack of connection a disconnect yeah and um and you know with the machine of capitalism running through our culture you know it's not looked it's it's looked as weakness really to stop and connect and dive in um and so to me it makes sense and it's also a time this is such a beautiful time for us to reconstruct our lives um and figure out what connection looks like for us and how we want to move forward and how we how do we want to connect with people right yeah i do think that that's kind of what the basis of this is is how to connect mhm and how do we connect first most to ourselves and then as we do that then we can i'm thinking we can connect to other people and our world and environments and planets 
um, curious about this this journey that happens, you know, um, where we first start sitting with ourselves. The difficulties, the unknown, the uncertainty, how to relate to your, how to sit with your mind, how to sit with your emotions. Because you said like when you were going and all of a sudden it hit you, right? Mm-hmm. And I did that too. I had a lot of challenging things happen to me when I was younger and I wound up at a Buddhist monastery in Burma and doing long retreats and long meditation retreats for months on ends. And yeah, I had to go through that through my twenties and I know it's, it's a journey. It takes years sometimes Mm -hmm. to learn how to relate and I wonder how, you know, we can help our listeners here find ways to, you know, connect, how to connect with themselves, how to, right. you know, where do we start? Who yeah. Do want, who do you, who do you want to, who do you want to be in this time? Like, what can we do? Right. Yeah, I think that's a beautiful question. And like the first thing that comes up for me is what I what I wish I would have known earlier on is that I can't do this alone. This isn't something to do alone necessarily. Yes, going inward and understanding your interior self is a process of you cultivating you and understanding that. So there is some aspect of aloneness there in in the healthy way of saying that but having a guide or support or someone who has been through it before you to be there and support you through through the process because it can be really dark and scary um and you know, we all need that guide. We all need the hand to hold us through the dark hallways of our lives. Um, so that would be, you know, that's one thing first on my list of when I'm going into that place, it's like, okay, who is a person that I want to have with me on this journey to support and guide that can walk beside me? They're not doing the work for me. They're not, you know, pushing me in one direction or another they're just standing beside me knowing that i'm not alone and i have support and i can lean in if i need to um i don't know that's the first thing that comes up for me how about for you like what what brought what brought you through those moments in your life well i think that's a good point i I found it a a lot of my life I spent kind of hiding behind spirituality and meditation and being a yoga teacher. And um, I felt like I wasn't able to access some things because I was doing it alone. So I more or less was sitting with my own minds. Um, I felt like I figured out really how to shut down Mm. and not really be awake and aware of what was going on inside me and how to turn it off and how to push it away. Um, which I don't think is a, you know, solution to trying to connect to ourselves and others. You know, I feel like 
we push things and have the ability to push things into different closets inside of us and not be aware. Um, where I've gotten help, you know, from a guide, from different guides. I think guide is a great word instead of like a coach or a therapist. Um, where I've gotten um, help that by people pointing out and showing me what's going on inside myself mm-hmm. and calling me out and making me feel sometimes uncomfortable, asking me uncomfortable questions, mm-hmm. being, like, being like, whoa, holy shit, like, I had no idea that's going on. And you're right. So I think having this, a guide, um, is, is very important. Yeah. I think you brought up some really beautiful points that are so important to realize that you're going to be challenged, like finding the right guide who is not only going to like nurture you and support you and, and provide that space of non-judgment, right. And compassion. And yet at the same time, reflect back to you the ways in which you've created walls or structures or mindsets or rigidity around certain things that are adding to the disconnect that you have on the inside. And um, and in turn, how you are disconnecting from the outside world as well. And um, you're right. You're so spot on. It's, it's so important to have that person that will bring up difficult conversations and questions. Um, because without those challenges, we're just going to stay in this soft, unaware place of just circu- circulating around the self and not growing. Yeah. Growing is a great word. Yeah. It's kind of like I say that and I sort of picture, you know, a seed busting through its shell for the first time and breaking through the earth, right? And pushing its way all the way through the topsoil and sprouting out to reach the sun for the first time. Like that doesn't happen easily. (laughs) There is struggle and resistance Mm. and meeting of difficulties um and in that process though you grow tall and strong and and shine bright in the sky um as cheesy as that is to sound i don't know why all these plant things are coming through (laughs) right now but um i don't know yeah yeah you know like it takes work and it takes resistance um sometimes in a good way that you've got to push against and break through yeah and i'm thinking as you're talking what are these things that we're resisting and breaking through i mean a lot of these are stories and beliefs that we've taken on from our family and society mm-hmm. about ourselves and the world and how and also our emotions And I think are really two big ones that show up also those emotions and our stories, how they show up in our bodies and how, how they show up in all of our relationships. Yeah. I would love to hear you talk a little bit more about how it shows up in the body. Cause I, you know, you being a body worker and a, and a yogi, what have you seen inside yourself and with others? Well, most of it is just, as 
I, there's a part of us I feel like they get shrunken down and small instead of there's like some like how emotions can debilitate us if we're not present to them or acknowledge them mm. and we're not aware of them inside of ourselves how they will kind of take us over and round our shoulders forward bring our head down um may even to the point of causing us illnesses um there's a level of when we own our emotions how it opens us up like Mm. our heart becomes more exposed where maybe it was guarded before and we're rounding our shoulders forward and now we're lifting it up more um able more to be seen in the world our voice can come out um maybe our head lifts up i don't there's so many different things that can happen but once we can acknowledge our emotions it's almost like we come more alive where we're kind of shrunken down Mm, totally and yeah that makes me think of you know in my own uh personal development and and doing therapy and all of that whenever i feel depression coming on my therapist always asks me like what is it that you are depressing like what is it that you aren't expressing in your life right now and just hearing you talk about the way that the body shape happens when you are holding back and not letting out whatever expression it is that needs to come out whether that's anger or frustration or jealousy or resentment or excitement or joy or you know the whole range yeah the moment that we damp those things down is when we depress our emotions and then we actually depress our bodies and they concave onto ourselves and there's no opening it's just caving in and distancing you know going back to social distancing this is a part of not being our full selves and caving in on on ourselves yeah yeah this is it sounds like this is the start of the disconnect Mm -hmm. we're just we're disconnecting from ourselves we're disassociating from ourselves um how can we from our truth yeah from your truth i mean yeah how can we really connect to others if we're not even connected to ourselves Ooh, yeah i mean i think that in and of itself is the big question what is the question how can we how can we connect to others if we are so disconnected from ourselves right like because in that connection with other if we're not connected with ourselves if we're you know lost a sense of what is true for us then it's going to feel empty yeah or it has the potential to feel empty or the potential to feel draining or um, resentful. You might feel resentment in connecting with others or anxious. Yeah. Because there hasn't been the room for you to discover, explore, or express who you are. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. It, 
probably because you're anxious to connect with yourself. You know, you're anxious to connect with others. I see a lot of people feeling anxious in their, you know, and I get that way too sometimes of just feeling Mm -hmm. to connect with people. It can be, it can be very anxious provoking. Yeah. I mean, like what a beautiful thing it is. You know, I've definitely met with people who, well, both who I know and trust and have great relationships with and also new people and, like Judson, how would it feel if I came up to you and we sat down and we were having tea and two scenarios like kind of come up here just to sort of play it out for everybody to hear. Like I show up and I, I'm feeling anxious. Just there's a lot going on in my life and I'm nervous about even showing up with this coffee date with you, Judson and being anxious. And I sit down and instead of me expressing when you ask me like, Hey, how are you? instead of me saying like, Oh, I'm feeling anxious. I'm just like, Oh, I'm fine. Like it's today's been great. And my life is great. And everything is just flowing so well. And I just, I couldn't be more happy. Like, Oh fuck. I can feel the pressure just mounting on me, even just saying that and not expressing what is really real. So a there's first like, big disconnection inside of myself because I'm not acknowledging what's really happening. And then B, there's a disconnection between me and you because I'm not allowing for my truth to be seen and heard. And that in and of itself, like the energy is going to be disconnected. Yeah. Instead of if I showed up in front of you having coffee and you asked how I'm doing, if I just said, you know, like I'm feeling really anxious right now, there's just kind of a lot happening and that's what I've got and like take a deep breath and let it be there. And, you know, and then you sitting across from me would most likely be like, okay, got it. You know, like, right. And I probably already knew that you were feeling that anyways. Right. Cause I could pick up on it and be like, well, this is feeling a little awkward. And I also think about how vulnerable it is for you to share that and how hard it is for you to even share that. Mm-hmm. Now it's not easy to all of a sudden you may feel like, Oh, there's something wrong with me. Right. And I'm not just like the cookie cutter, like person that I'm supposed to be and I'm great and life's awesome. And, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden I don't feel a hundred percent or something's going on for me. Totally. Yeah. And this is where this has been my life's work and something I'm so passionate about is the courage that we have inside our heart that comes with these inside of these vulnerable moments. And of course there's discernment, right? Like knowing who you're sitting across from, first of all, you know, like, is this a person who I could take the risk with my heart and opening up in a vulnerable way and being courageous, is this the person that it's safe to do that with? Yeah. If the answer is yes, or I think so, you know, and you've got good information for that, I think so to be pretty strong, then try it. And if it's not like, let's reevaluate this connection. Um, And And of course, that's not the time if this person isn't feeling safe or it's not, you know, an appropriate person to be sharing 
your vulnerabilities with, um, you know, knowing that too, and then finding a friend or someone later in the day who you can connect with in that vulnerable way with some courageousness in your heart to be seen and expressed so that you don't have, like you were saying earlier, the shoulders that roll over themselves and kind of start concaving and distancing from life because you feel shame or guilty for experiencing normal human emotion. Yeah. I mean, I think you bring up a really good point here, Kayla, is this not wanting to open up with certain people, maybe not feeling safe and Mm -hmm. having the courage to open up. I feel like a lot of people may need this courage. And I'm thinking like this scenario, like in a business meeting or people Mm -hmm. you may not know and people that might feel like it's not safe to open up to that we're I shouldn't be bringing my emotions into this, but how much we really need it there and how much uh, we all need each other to, we're wanting to connect. Right. So mm-hmm. we're, there's like one place where it's not safe to connect, you know, is that perpetuating what's happening here? Like how can we connect with people and see them as humans and bring it wherever and, and be like, I, maybe ask the question, like, I hope it's okay, but, and I, I feel this way and how much we feel connected. I just think of people that give speeches yeah. and talks and like they can relate to the other people and have connection and how much it draws us in. And like, yeah. we're like, Whoa, this brings meaning to my life now. Mm-hmm. And I love what you're saying and I can relate and to even talk about like what's happening in the room. Be like, it's really hard for me to share with this group of people. I are you or whoever, and I don't feel safe here and I'm wanting to talk, like talk about it. I seems like emotions aren't allowed to be here, but I really want to bring it here right now and talk about this. Mm-hmm. And I feel like mm-hmm. that's a sign of uh, someone that could be like a great leader or, uh, you know, a good business owner and um, a manager or, a team player instead of what we see in the workforce today and what we see on the streets and around people not caring for each other. We have a lot of people on antidepressants that are shoved in the corners. We have a lot of like high mental illness and people and homeless people on the streets that we don't know what to do. And Mm -hmm. we're kind of like taking a lot of people and pushing them aside and be like, well, you don't fit in the normal box. I'm not going to relate to you anymore or you're Mm -hmm. weird. And, and instead of talking to them and be like, I feel these ways too. You're not alone. Right. I may yeah. have just have gotten help to deal with these things. Mm-hmm. And some of us that are still around and walking around today are ones like you and me that have gotten a lot of help. Mm-hmm. And luckily enough, we didn't become another one of those people on the streets or in some type of institution where no one knew what to do, how to help us. Yeah. Yeah. You're so spot on. And a few things that really struck me hearing you talk were about leaders in particular, how leadership in our world could use a revamping in allowing for these conversations to happen. 
and for yeah. leaders to to lead to guide people into opening up in these ways instead of being this hard closed off um you know there are no room for emotions whether this is in a boardroom or a family setting or a friend setting you know um allowing some real honesty which takes a lot of bravery to come into those conversations and for our leaders to feel safe and empowered um to offer that up yeah so that other people can follow suit yeah instead of living their lives in this hierarchy that is that just leads to more disconnection yeah so i guess these are the calls to action here for us to be leaders in our in our lives mm. not just in our business but with our friends mm -hmm. our family our community um yes in your career and job um but us in our world as we start to show up with our own self how are we able to show up for other people and be the leaders in our own circles and friends yes yes and this goes back to my analogy earlier with nature and reciprocity like the leaders you know what they have been given to be in the place that they are now how can you give that back or the people who judson i'll put you in this category two of like you and I who have been given so much opportunity to heal and grow and uh, witness. Um, and now is the time for those people to give back and hold that space for others to do the same. Yeah. And reciprocity reciprocity in our connections you know maybe you're the brave one maybe you're the brave friend who you have a friend and you two have never had connection where you've been like man i feel real anxious today like those kinds of conversations haven't happened but maybe right. this is time for you to step up and be the leader in vulnerability and the connections between you and your friends to actually share what is really real for you and watch that be reciprocated right yeah i think that yeah how how we can share what's going on for us instead of just what's pointing out what's going on within everyone else mm -hmm. and how we can really own our feelings and share our feelings and how it doesn't have to be a sign of weakness how we can actually for me being an empowered man to actually express and talk about my feelings mm. and to not point yeah. out someone else's and then they're weak for feeling their feelings that I can be like, this makes me feel nervous. I feel anxious here. And how by doing that, it allows me to drop in with you more and be more connected to you. And how it, we don't have to make people feel bad and push people away, which is ruining the connection. And then, you know, yeah. It's, kind of, it's kind of like the vicious cycle right there because I'm shut down in myself that I have to make you feel bad and then push you away and then 
how I guess that is showing up with how we're treating the earth and nature and this dominating thing mm-hmm. where, yeah, I think somehow how we can start to declare who, who we are and how we are and be aware of who we are and how we're being. Mm-hmm. And by getting like, you know, doing different things from, yes, it's helpful to do yoga and meditation and different self-awareness practices and getting massage and um, eating good food and taking care of ourselves, but also how helpful it is to have this guide in our lives and this person that can, you know, challenge us, mm-hmm. see things that we may not see. You know, we sometimes it's hard for us to see ourselves and who we're being and how we're being and we have blind spots. Yeah, we need those reflectors. And I just want to go back and acknowledge something that you said a little bit ago, Judson, before moving on to that piece, because I think it's so important and it just makes everything inside of me feel so happy. And I want to explore it more is you sharing about being a man and how to show up in the world with feelings and how to share them and express them and hold space for others in their feelings. Because we need leaders as men right now to be doing that um, all over the planet. And I think that that is also a big part in the social distancing and disconnect that we have is what's happened inside of the culture for men. Right. I mean, yes, I think it's just, I think it's men, but also it's turned into like a man-based society where you see a lot of women that are shutting down too. Right. It's the, it's masculine. It's the, you know, everyone has this masculine, feminine and feminine qualities inside of them in balance, whether you're a male or a female or identify as, you know, whatever it is that you identify as. We all have these. these expressions of masculine and feminine polarities and um, it's how we weave them together and express them. And some of those have shadow sides. And I think a majority of us, even femme identifying people have been in a wounded masculine place where, you know, we can, we can have a whole other talk about that at some other time. Uh, That's another deep dive, but it is, it is another one. Yeah. Yeah. But I just wanted to acknowledge that because I I love that you said that, Judson, and I love that you are a man in the world that is representing uh, bravery and courage and vulnerability and a safe place to express emotions and for it to all be seen. Um, And we need more leaders like that in the world. So thank you. Yeah. I mean, to me, I think an empowered, whether it be a man or a woman, is they can be very strong with their like convictions and their even how they stand and can show up very strongly in the world, you know, very clear, strong voice. And, but there's like another part of it that's makes them even that makes them powerful to me is that they own their feelings and they're aware of themselves. And Mm. they, I just think of like the strongest warrior is, this you know person that 
could destroy everyone, but we'll sit there and cry at the sight of something very beautiful mm. and just has a tender heart and, but, you know, could have a really, could be doing dangerous things all day long, but can just allow themselves to see something beautiful and be touched by something and, or to acknowledge their own weaknesses. Mm. I think as a real, I think a warrior is kind of a misused word, but I think it's just, to me, I, I like to think of it as a leader or a, or almost just like, I would say it was just like a common everyday person, mm -hmm. like a healthy person. Mm -hmm. That's To me, it's like, that's the sign of health. Yeah. Yeah, stepping into the wholeness of you, you know, sort of what I'm hearing, like acceptance of the full range of your human experience and not shutting down within that and not being afraid to show up with your fullest self and also to sit with another inside of their full self with compassion and love at the same time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. Yeah. And these guides you're talking about coming back to that, um, yeah, if anyone listening is feeling this right now and really in this place of wanting to connect both with themselves and the outside world in a different way because the world is asking for that and your world is asking for that, then find, you know, find that person. Um, Judson and I both do this work with people individually and also in groups. And there are so many people out there to reach out that are wanting to act as a guide and be there for support. And because the more people we have on this planet that are deeply connected to themselves and others, the more that we're going to heal as a whole collective and live in harmony. So at least for me, I'll speak on my behalf. It's an honor and it's something that I feel so blessed to be able to walk with a person on their journey um, and help them connect with their inner world to better connect with the outside world around them. So. Yeah, I, that's awesome, Kayla. I feel the same too, that what makes me come most alive has been helping people and um, having gone through the journey myself and being able to help people um, start to see themselves and wake up and make this world a better place, you know, improves people's lives is just been what's been making me go these days. And yeah, it's really inspiring for me to see that in others and helping them become better people and helping improve their relationships and helping them you know through this process become more connected and you know as social distancing is happening how we're actually showing up seeing how we can become more connected right i love it it's a big it's a beautiful opportunity for all of us right now yeah to, really. to do that it really is we've been gifted time to experience this yeah, so true. Yeah. And that's why, you know, like what we just shared here is 
essentially why Judson and I got together to start Reclamation Project to begin with. You know, yeah. that is the vision of why we're here talking with you now and um, bringing workshops and retreats in the future. And um, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, reclamation is reclaiming ourselves, reclaiming our relationships, reclaiming who we are, um, reclaiming, it was all of it. It's reclaiming our emotions is reclaiming our relationship to our mind, reclaiming our relationships to our people, our jobs, money, relationships, intimacy. Mm -hmm. All of so, it. Yeah. All of it. So, so good. So juicy. Yeah. So if you want to find us, yeah, um, Kayla Nelson at uh, sagenourishment.com and Judson Frost at fourwindsinsight.com. Yes. And also on Instagram, you can find me, Kayla, at I am Kayla Nelson. Very easy to find. Okay. Yeah. And Judson Frost at fourwindsinsight awesome on instagram beautiful okay all right well Al, thanks judson for diving in today with this topic such a wonderful topic and so important right now yeah yeah that's a really good one yeah thanks kayla and yeah first podcast first, po first podcast first episode down in the books hmm. um we'll have more more topics and more um insights to share with you so follow along and um, let us know if there's something that piques your interest or if you um, have something we want to talk about yeah yeah thanks for listening all right thanks